Greetings podcast world and welcome to the ICOC Weekly Podcast with your host, Rich Bartoli. ICOC Weekly does interviews from all corners of the globe, striving to build connections with the International Churches of Christ through podcasting. Get ready to laugh, learn, and maybe even shed a few tears as you hear the stories of your brothers and sisters from around the world. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Greetings all. Welcome to ICOC Weekly Podcast. This is your host, Rich Bartoli. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, hopefully you are off to a great 2019. Happy New Year to everyone. And hopefully you had a great holiday season, enjoyed family and friends, depending on what part of the world you're in. Depending, I guess, different holidays will be celebrated here stateside in the U.S. We just got through Christmas, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, and it was a blast. And I hope you had a great time as well. I love New Year's. Like I, I love the grace of time that God in his infinite wisdom as he established humanity and, and life here, he understood that we were going to need time. We're going to need new days. We're going to need new weeks and months and, and years. And these times to reflect on the past, course correct, look to the future with hope and vision and faith. And I really hope you are filled with all those things as you uh, face 2019 in Christ and such a great opportunity for all of us. Um, And so with that, one of the cool things, many of us make strong resolutions uh, during this time about our relationship with God and how we want to grow in our Bible knowledge and our study of Him in different areas of our life. Today's interview is with Paul Vasquez of IPI Books. IPI stands for Illumination Publishers. The I, we we discussed this in it. It's kind of a, a silent I, if you would. Illumination Publishers. It is a publishing company run by disciples that highlights the work of disciples. So great authors, many of them well-known, uh, Sam and Jerry Lang, Doug Jacoby, Canard, um, so many great authors that have put out resources for disciples and spiritual growth. So this interview is with Paul. He talks a lot about the resources that are available, the ways that IPI Books is changing. I think one thing that's cool that I've noticed recently is they really seem to have um, stepped up their marketing. Uh, I joked as I did the outro last week of how they were doing emails like every day going into the holidays, which is tremendous, uh, making available resources to disciples. And so that's great. And then just yesterday I was um, online and I saw a video for Crossing the Lines, which is a, a book on racism, and it was a, a video commercial, I guess, I, I, you know, an announcement of this book and, and how we can use this book to open discussion about race and really protect unity within our family uh, of churches between races. And um, so they're really up in their game, doing some great stuff over there. And so I really appreciate Paul and all the, the, the crew that works over there and the great work that they do. And hopefully today, as you, do, you listen to the interview, you will uh, learn about more resources that are available and really be inspired by the work of your brothers and sisters in providing um, those resources through IPI. And so that's today's interview. It's really exciting and and I hope you enjoy it. I will um, put links in the show notes of all the resources that are available and I I really hope that you check those out. So uh, without any further ado, I give you Paul Vasquez. Away we go. All right. Well, welcome to ICOC Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Bartoli, and I am thrilled today to be joined by Paul Vasquez of Illumination Publications. Great to have you with us, Paul. 
Hey, man, it's good to be here. Great. Um, so Illumination Publications, we're going to call it IP the rest of the time, just to simplify that for everybody. But um, Paul, it's great work you've done for years providing resources for Christians. And so I'm really excited to have you with us today to be able to talk about your work with IP. And so, but before we do that, one of the goals of the podcast is to build connections. And we love hearing people's conversion stories and just about their life right now. So please get us up to date. Tell us about how you became a Christian and where you are now and your life right now. Well, I've, I'd uh, been looking for God. I was in living in New York um, as a bartender, and I had a... Where in New York? Uh, Manhattan. Oh, okay. Wow, and, you were downtown uh, in the thick of it. I was, uh, 92nd and 3rd. Uh, I really didn't... I really was looking for God um, and, and didn't realize that I was looking for Him, and then I just watched a some kind of, you know, commercial about uh, um, wanting to reach God. And then I just started to gain a hunger to want to know God more because I was just living a poor lifestyle, just drugs and alcohol. And, uh-huh. and then uh, I had a place still in California, in uh, Long Beach, California, that I had that my friend, I was, I was renting it out or subletting it to him. And I wanted to leave New York, so I did. And I went back and my friend had uh, his girlfriend living there with him uh-huh. in a studio apartment that was about 300 square feet right? Uh, with a two-year-old. Oh, my goodness. So I told him, I said, no, one thing is don't let anybody move in, and he did. Long story short, the, the, his girlfriend, the baby's dad, became a disciple. So she saw such a change in him that she became a disciple. Uh-huh. Of course, she moved out while she was studying. Right, and, sure. And then um, um, he became a disciple. And I went out to a couple events and started studying the Bible. Um, Kevin May started, he studied the Bible with me. Uh, I, I actually couldn't see anyone else because I had so many questions. I would sit up at night just thinking of questions to ask him. Because uh-huh. I was like, this guy's got such a wealth of information and he knows his Bible. Right. And... You know, I didn't have any more questions after a week. He just was like, well, let's see what the Bible says. And so we started studying, and, and I became a disciple a week later. And um, you know, God just really had a plan, like when I was ready. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, he, and he did it through, you know, me telling him, my, my best friend, like, you better not have anyone living there. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. <laughs> yeah. And thank God he did. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So you were converted in New York. Uh, no, I was converted in LA. LA. I moved back to Long Beach, oh, California. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, uh, yeah, I was converted in uh, in Long Beach at the uh, near the uh, uh, Olympic pool, which a lot of people are still baptized today next to the Olympic pool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about the, the beginning of Illumination Publications. Where did that come from? Uh, so, so Tony Mulholland, uh, who started DPI uh-huh. back in the day, he was actually groomed and flew from uh, Gainesville to to Boston. Uh-huh. Uh, started DPI. He he he'd already was a publisher. And um, when DPI started to close, he was the last employee that they let go about 2007. Mm-hmm. And 2007, he started his own publishing company, Illumination Publishers. He started that company, and he already had uh, Douglas Jacoby as an author, uh-huh. and Gordon Ferguson, um, and John Oakes. Mm-hmm. 
uh, who are key teachers now. Sure, yeah. You know, eight year, uh, what, 11 years later, um, and just had a small growing base of people that he already knew because he'd been a disciple for since 1972 when I was born. Right. Um, and been in the publishing business almost that long. Mm-hmm. So then we... We started growing. I came on in about 2010. Did you have a background in publishing, journalism, anything? Nothing. No, okay. Always loved marketing, even thought about, I took marketing classes in in uh, college, but I was a business management major. Right. Uh, but loved marketing, but at the time it was more uh, like ads and stuff, so I, I don't know, I just didn't, I was like, you can't make that much money doing this. Mm-hmm. So I just went a different route, but, you know, come come circle around I always loved marketing and so then I just started out working for him part-time um, and then just realized who he was and what he did I mean for two weeks I didn't know that he published all of Douglas Jacoby's books almost you know and or Gordon Ferguson stuff stuff that I had in my house right didn't even didn't even realize that he was the publisher for him uh-huh so once Publishers I, get no credit. None. Just authors. Yes. What's up with that? And so that's why I'm excited that people, you know, for this podcast, because people will know who we are, uh-huh. you know, you can go to our website and stuff and, and get the resources that are just by disciples. Yeah. So, so 2010, I, I was, like I said, I was working part-time and um, since he had done no marketing, Anything that I did would would be better than oh. nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> That's right. So it really worked out. Um, you know, I took I took all of his emails that he already had acquired, and it was like six thousand of them. Mm-hmm. Started doing email marketing, and um, I said, "Hey, you know, I I started working full time for him. Um, quit my job. Um, I took an eighty five percent pay cut." Because I knew, like, this was way more important. And I loved the book ministry as far right. back as I can remember. Yeah. I mean, I ate up every DPI book in the beginning that right. there was. Uh-huh. And um, I just knew that I love loved this. You know, I had a passion for what we do. As a, It's more of a ministry than it is a business. Uh-huh. And he treats it that way as, as well. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it just, it grew. I mean, uh, we... We went to, we started, I said, hey, we need to start getting exposure and going to conferences because people don't know who we are. Uh-huh. And we actually produce a majority of the materials now. Right. More than DPI did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and from there, we acquired uh, Guy Hammond. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that was a big deal because when he came on, I was like, nobody does what you do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and I even told him because he was the evangelist of a small town. I said, hey, you're, you're not going to. You're not going to be an evangelist here very long. True. Uh, I said because nobody knows how to talk about this stuff. Um, you know, and so it was just exciting to to see the you know the concept from start to finish. Yeah. Or at least to existing. You know the way that these authors can do. And so where is it now? How many how many publications do you have out there? Like. So we recently acquired the rest of um, Good Book Press, which was formerly DPI. Uh-huh. Uh, it was the last 24 books that Tom and Sheila Jones either produced or held on to. Right. Um, like Deep Convictions and Prideful Souls Guide to Humility. Right. Uh, but we just acquired the last of them uh, with a total of about 97,000 books. Are you serious? 97,000 books. Um, wow. We have now 
290 plus book titles, all by disciples. Really? We have over 50 authors um, and growing still because we still have, we, we want new people. We want, uh-huh. you know, we, we want existing people. Um, all of our books are done by either uh, people who are successful in the teaching or training of what they do. Sure. And, or they're uh, teachers already in the kingdom or yep. evangelists or elders or both. Uh, ministry, women's ministry leaders, um, and so now we are the sole publication for for the ICOC. Yeah, yeah. And that's been exciting, just because um, we really want to produce great materials to oh, minister man. to the masses, and um, I know we need as much exposure for people to know that they can trust our stuff. Yeah. Um, and and the publications that we produce. No, that's great. Uh, I, I appreciate it. The resources. It, it's so comforting to be able to hand a young Christian a book. No, I just I agree with everything in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't have to give any caveats about sinner's prayers or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, this no, is going to be no solid, biblical, uh, sound teaching, and a great heart. So that that is an incredible um, uh, resource. So I appreciate that. And I wanted to say we also have um, over 90 audio teachings. Uh-huh. Um, they're yeah, that's something I didn't know. Tell us about that. Where, where, would, where would someone find that? So ipibooks.com is our website. Um, I know it might be a little deceiving because IPI Books, but we sell 90-plus audios that are, and we're producing more. Uh-huh. Each of those audios has at least three or four lessons in them, so, uh-huh. you know, 45 minutes to an hour each. Yeah. Uh, we have now over 580 sermons. Uh-huh. Um, when Tony left Boston to come to Houston, or to, to Houston uh, where we're located, he actually bought the entire Boston tape library. Oh, my goodness. So it's every tape that they've had that they've made actually from 1974 uh-huh. on. So our movement started in 79. Uh, but they kept tapes from the Crossroads movement from 74 on. Yeah, so you'll yeah. hear old school guys like Richard Rogers and, um, you know, everything from Sam Lang when he was preaching at the Bamel Church of Houston in right. 1976 um, to, uh, you know, all of the latest and greatest from um, from the the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so, actually cool. One of the, it's funny because as I was um, talking to people at the podcast today, one of the college students said, why don't you do a podcast with like the really early part members of our church about our history? He's like, we young people would love to hear our history. That'd be a really cool resource or something like that to have access to all those early sermons and stuff. Yes. That'd be amazing, huh? And there's there's also uh, two books. Um, well, one book that we, that we acquired from Tom and Sheila, and that's In Search of a City, uh-huh. which is kind of the perspective of, of our movement um, from someone who has been traveling through it. Yeah. So, and then there's um, Into All Nations. Um, that one was an excellent one because that's oh, really historical. Foster, yeah. 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 Uh, Foster Standback. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, we also have, now we have 85 different ebooks, um, all really the latest titles and the things that we sell the most of. So, we're trying to jump into the 21st century. Um, head first. Um, we're, we're working on an app. We have one built, but uh, it definitely needs to be fine-tuned. But yeah. So we're, we're really trying to make sure that our presence is known. That is great. That is great. And so you mentioned already IPI Books. 
Dot-com is the website, and we'll put that in the show notes. Um, but I appreciate all you're doing to make these resources available. What can we, uh, one of the goals of the podcast is to increase the prayers of many. What can we be praying for, for you guys? Um, that we will um, grow organically with the ICOC. We want to encourage volunteers and new authors all the time to be a part of something great. Uh-huh. Um, we have uh, so many opportunities to be able to grow together, and we want to be able to pray for, for volunteers to come um, and help us to collaborate together to make a future for you know Gen X, for millennials, um, because I think the most difficult thing is how do we connect with the millennials? Yeah. How do we? How do we really? Because they're our future. Yeah. And you, know you should do. You should do an internship, a summer internship for people in that want to be authors or publishers, and do an internship. We currently are. Are you really? We are. Well, we have. I was talking to we have Jay two Mark people Craig that are. About, they're going to do a worship it. one to oh, train yeah. worship leaders. <laughs> Oops, man down. Um, and, uh, and I thought, what a great idea. But similarly, for authors and people that are in that industry, what a cool thought. Well, it, <laughs> Thanks, <Ross. laughs> it, would, it would help us a lot, too. Uh, we have two volunteers right now that are doing summer internships. Uh-huh. Um, they're doing uh, uh, mostly editing. Oh, okay. Um, so, But we, we need all kinds of help. We need the, the pray for help for volunteers for website development, mm. for app development. Um, a lot of times, you know, even in the churches, they, they're they able to, you know, build a website or an app, but really you, you need the volunteers to maintain it. That, oh, yeah. That's absolutely. more important, actually, than the building of the app. Yeah, yeah. And so we need people that are really aligned in that way and want, want to give back um, in such a way that we can... We can work together. I mean, we'll pay in books, guys, just we'll so you'll know. Books. We'll put, well, you know, <laughs> I have no problem with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we definitely we need the help. That would be a great prayer is to, to have volunteers that for millennials that would want, you know, yeah. people in college and that, that would really help us in uh, building a platform, building a something sustainable. Because uh, we, you know, I'm 45 and Tony's 62. Uh-huh. Uh, and we don't think like 25-year-olds. Sure. So we definitely need the, the help and the prayers that people would come forward and, and do that. Oh, that's great. Man. Well, Paul, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for the great work you've already done and continue to do through IP. And, and uh, just really appreciate the, the effect it has on maturing and strengthening the churches. So thanks so much, and thanks for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Thanks, bro. All right, man. there you have it. Paul Vasquez of IPI Books. Thank you so much, Paul, for joining us. And hopefully you feel inspired and and more equipped uh, through these different resources that IPI provides for us. Uh, Again, I will put the links to all their information, all the resources in the show notes. Please check those out. Next week, I have a really exciting interview, someone that's near and dear to my heart, uh, Jimmy and Kat Black from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Uh, They are a young couple that has recently planted the church in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and the whole story of the Bowling Green planting is absolutely awesome. 
the church in Louisville made a decision that they wanted to plant that church and work together with the other churches in Kentucky and Lexington uh, and also with the um, ACR Mission Society. And, and they just did such a great job of planning and setting the church up financially, spiritually. And uh, Jim and Kat's stories are just amazing, how they became Christians, how God has raised them up, prepared them, brought them to the uh, the desire to be used by God in Bowling Green, and it is just amazing. And already the church has been fruitful. It's growing. They're doing a great job there. It's really, really exciting, and so I think you're really going to enjoy that interview. So that'll be next week uh, with Jimmy and Cat Black of Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, that's all I got for now. If you have any ideas, I'm going to be doing some interviews here in the coming future. Uh, please be praying for Uh, for that. And if you have any ideas of people to interview, shoot me an email, icocweekly at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And um, yeah, please let everybody know about the podcast and keep keep the family growing. I love you guys. Again, happy new year and may God bless your 2019 in great ways. Um, That's all I got for today. Godspeed, my friend.
shake out your promised land.